Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Matt, I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Can't believe 2020 off to another raging start. Here we are. It's Here we are once again, next, episode 54. Yes, episode 54. And uh, we were going to call this the play on words. Uh, do you, uh, 2020 vision for your business in 2020 right? 2020 vision. Year of perfect vision. That's, that's what this year is all about. That's, that's pretty funny. And then I have a daughter who was born on the 20th in 02. So it's uh, 02, 20. Uh, anyway, there's a lot of 02s and 20s in, in this, this year for me too. And it's a leap year. So and, oh, it is a leap year. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I saw, I, I had a comment on a couple of people's posts about, uh, you know, they said, hey, 365 days in the next year. I'm like, no, it's 366. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. I never thought about that. We get an extra day this year. We got an extra day. So that's good. All right, man. Uh, let's talk about uh, kind of year-end reviews or your 2020 outlook. So I always like to kind of start off kind of last year, what worked, what didn't work, what could we improve upon? I think that's the most important thing. In order to look forward, you got to look back. And, and exactly like you just said, what worked, what didn't work, what could I have improved on? Um, am I being honest with myself about everything that I set out to do in the first place? Those types of things. Right. So I would say you start off with kind of celebrating the, success, the successes. Yeah. You know, so what, what all did you accomplish this year? So uh, I don't know. You want to name a couple of things? Well, um, I hit my... Uh, exercise, I exceeded my exercise goal for the year. I, I always do it in, in a certain amount of days. Um, it, you know, and I hit my, uh, what I call my mind goal, which is a certain amount of books a year, a certain amount of study time, studying various courses, you know, whatever. I mean, I literally just bought another course today. I mean, oh no, did you, you tell me you weren't going to do that? <laughs> so five minutes before this this started, I'm a course, um, I'm junkie. a knowledge junkie is what I am. So. There you go. Because I like a good copywriting message, and this one was really good. I I literally screenshotted the entire thing, and then I said, well, I got, I got to see his upsells, so I bought. Then I want to see <laughs> the other upsells, and I bought. And so, you know, um, but that gives me that, again, that's part of a goal. That gives me the ability to hit. Uh, knowledge, goals, understanding, doesn't, um, you know, and what I try to do with every, like I said, every book I read or every, um, every course I take is not try to do everything. I try right, to do right. something. Um, I think that's part of the goal. There. Well, let's go back. So that, that's actually awesome, by the way. So that goes, question number two, I was going to say was, what have I learned this year? So, so you have some knowledge goals and it sounds like you've already, you're buying another knowledge tool. That's pretty good. Right. So, um, I, I'm always reading about real estate, you know, so I, I learned more about real estate. I was, uh, last year I spent a lot learning about commercial real estate, which is what propagated me to buy this course. So, um, that's pretty good. The, the, all right. So let me, why don't we just go one at a time? So you go, all right. So what are you going to do to improve your personal, let's call them your personal goals, your personal fitness goals. You had mentioned that. You have a number of days. I forget. Do you remember days you work out or, or exercise or how does I'll it exercise two fifty, two hundred fifty okay. days a year? That um, is just a little under. You know that averages out at five a week. But you got some vacation time in there. My wife and I do vacation, probably in the area of thirty days a year, 
And a lot of times the reality is when I'm on vacation, you know, we wake up, we have a giant breakfast and then we go out during the day and then I'll have a, I'll have a beer at lunch. And once I have that beer at lunch, I am not going to get exercise the rest of the day. And I don't, I don't consider golf exercise. So uh, it is, man. That's, I mean, when you play golf, you're five to seven miles of walking plus swinging the club. Walk, but I typically take a car. No, no, even in a golf cart, it's five miles. I have yeah, stuff. I, I know because my watch, you know, it lets you know that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So don't have five miles is exercise. Don't, don't, I, start I so don't short. think that any, I mean, I know you, you don't do this, but I, I, when I play golf, I don't think anything can be called a sport if you can do it with cigar in one hand and a beer in the other. Hey, that's it's still burning calories. Quit selling yourself short. Five I'm miles is I'm five miles. Cigar, cigar in hand or not. I got you. But so um, let's improve upon that or keep the same kind of goal. 250 exercise days. I always do 250 exercise days. Okay. Um, And, you know, so I've set some uh, more stringent. I said, I'm going to run, I'm going to run a 15 K. So I signed up for a 15 K in May. Okay. Doing some other things beyond what I would normally do exercise wise. So I'm going to force myself a little there. Uh, But uh, how about you? What, what did you accomplish this year that, that, you know, what did, what did you, what had you learned this year? Yeah, the, um, so I would say a couple things. So uh, let's see, financially, I've, I've reached uh, two, two milestones, uh, both as income and as a like growth things, growth size. So I had a really, really good 2019 uh, on the business front. Very, very excited about that. Um, so I want to challenge myself to, you know, not just sit on my laurels, but kind of continue to improve upon that, right? So my next steps would be, uh, I got some specific stuff we'll talk about here in a second about how do I improve what I've already done well, right? What's working so I can keep doing more of that, right? Um, on the personal fitness side, the uh, I lost 10 pounds. I think we talked about that. I was doing that 75 hard. I didn't make it all 75 days because I kind of hit my 10 pound loss thing in like five weeks. And then I got lazy. Not lazy is not the right term. Maintenance is a better term. So I was going to do that again this January. Uh, maybe January, February, you know, do it for uh, four to six weeks, try to lose another 10 pounds and then maintain it. Right. I mean, it's pretty, um, it's pretty intense for, for, for while you're on this program, this uh, 75 hard. Remember we talked about that where you're working out twice a day and you're counting your calories, all that kind of stuff, drinking a bunch of water. Uh, so I like that. I'm going to do it again, try to lose another 10 pounds. And then instead of feeling bad about going on maintenance, I'm just going to go on maintenance, but maintenance for me is still exercising every day. I have trouble not exercising every day. So I want to continue to do that. Uh, vacation wise is pretty funny. I, I think we look back. I think I took six weeks of vacation this year, 2019. So that's actually pretty impressive. I didn't realize it was that much. Uh, so if you're watching it, I mean, watching or listening to this podcast, you got two entrepreneurs on this podcast, both who said they took four to six weeks right. of vacation. Okay. If you're, if you're an entrepreneur and you're like, not, you're like maybe lucky to take one week a year, <laughs> you're, you got problems that you got to fix. That's what you need to fix in 2020 is. Yeah. You're, you're, you're following the wrong system. Like I think you and I are examples of uh, literally how to make more money. We both made more money last year and how to take more time off. I mean, that's literally what we teach and what we practice. Right. Yeah. And, and I think too many entrepreneurs, um, too many gurus teach you got to be like, I don't believe you can, you cannot work your way to 
wealth. I, I don't believe you can work your way to rich, but that's here's a perfect example. Yeah, well, I, well I was, wait, let me tell you this real quick because I, I literally had this and, and I knew that wasn't going to be a good person to work with. But the person had the belief, well, gosh, Matt, in order to make more money, I have to work more. And I said, that's, that's exactly wrong. That is exactly wrong. You don't have to work more to make more, right? That's what you were just about to say. And it's like, no, you got to work right. Remember the 80-20 rule, uh, doing your A-plus activities. I mean, well, let's take Warren Buffett, for instance. Okay, he's worth, um, I don't know, we'll just say $50 billion. I don't know what the guy's worth, but it's $50 billion. Um, does he work, um, you know, 5,000 times harder than me? No. Does he work 500 times harder than me? No. Does he work twice as hard as me? No. That the, that's the point is, well, then why does he make that much money? It's because he works less and makes more because he does the things that make money. And that, and that is about having your money, make you money, a lot of other things. Um, and well, it goes right back into time management. You know, I've talked about that before, right? That, you know, managing your time and, and um, focusing on A plus activities, right? So, so a goal could be, if you look back and you say, gosh, I didn't have enough vacation time this past year, then, you know, we would tell you to put that first. How many vacation days do you want? And let's put that in the calendar right now. It's January Let's put that in the calendar. How many do we want this next year? Go ahead and put them in and then work way around them. Something my wife used to do in January of every year is literally, because I used to go on vacation with a sister and brother-in-law of mine and their kids, the two families would go together. They would call each other in January and they would book two vacations in January. And I didn't have a choice because my wife would just put it on my <laughs> calendar. It's on my calendar. And, and so um, that's a good way to live is, is actually to say, okay, we're going to just do back then it was two weeks a year, but I, it, so, you know, let's, let's stay on track though, is who contributed, you know, that's the thing, who contributed to your success? Right. Partially this show for me is, um, look, you and I've never talked about monetizing this show. We've, we've gone a couple times back and forth and we're just anybody listening to it, all eight of you, um, you know, I, I know, and I make a joke about that, but we've never done this because at the off, you know, on the onset, we wanted to make money. Um, we know we're good at helping people and we do make money helping people. But the reality is we started something 12 months ago and that was one of the accomplishments that happened in 2019. Like what was one of the things you accomplished this year? We stuck with this 52 weeks. We did this every week. And we never, you know, we, we never gave up. And, and for a lot of people, they will never do something 52 weeks in a row if it doesn't make them money. They'll throw in the towel because they're only, if you're doing it just to make money, I think that's why a lot of people never will become a, a business coach. They'll never become a lot of things because, oh, well, I didn't make money in six weeks, so I guess I ought to give up. Well, and that's pretty funny. I, I think part of this podcast, both for me personally and, and hopefully for you, is that we kind of hold each other accountable. And I definitely learn from you and hopefully you're learning from me. And, and I know that it seeps my business. I know you and I do you and get our own conversations. I'm unstable. Again, you're breaking up a little bit.
You, are you there? All right. But what I was saying was you and I just having this conversation is making me a better business person. And I know that it, it's working or bleeding into my businesses, right? I know that it's helping me make more money and be more successful. The conversation we have is engaging. It's accountable. It's accountability to each other. We're starting to have some pretty cool guests where I'm learning more things from our guests. Um, so I but think that's why I brought that up because of who contributed to your success. Yeah. You've contributed to my success this year. Because yeah, you too. Yeah. It's been a, uh, um, it's been an accountability. If anything, it's, that's more than anything is a, we've been accountable to our once a week, but we've also been accountable to, to bring some content to the table. And then after we bring that content, if we don't go do something about it the next week, we're asking each other, Hey, how'd that go? How'd that go? Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, it helps me keep my ADHD in order. So <laughs> that's right. Cut down on the distractions. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Wait, I was going to go back to the vacation stuff. So it's so funny. We're, we talked about that a little bit more. So I literally am going through my calendar right now. And so I'm a golfer. That's kind of my thing. So I've, I've gotten a golf trip in February and in March. I'm working on one in April. We got spring break. Um, I got a graduation trip for my daughter. We got uh, two weeks at the beach. I'm putting together a Scotland or Ireland trip. I got a, a, another trip. A business trip where I'm going to tie some pleasure onto that in Mexico in October. I'm looking to do something in September and then there's still Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we're probably going to put on two or three events this year, aren't we? Oh, that's what I would think. <laughs> those aren't even in there. And I'm sure there'll be some uh, uh, leisure time at, before and after those events too. So, you that's know, it's got to be a promise a, a day, at least one day after to, uh, to play some golf. That's yeah, I think that would be good. But my, my point is, got to put it in the calendar. I'm having more fun planning out my year for 2020 on the vacation side. That just energizes me right off the bat. Here I am, you know, a couple of days in and I'm already planning and other things I want to plan to get on the calendar. Well, you got to take time to sharpen your axe. I, I think too many people think that you just keep hitting the, you know, chopping the wood. And if you don't sharpen the axe, you're just, you're going to beat yourself to death. And the older you get, I think that's one of the things that you learn. You're like, I just can't, it's not that I can't work like I once did. It's like, I won't work once. Like well, that. I would even argue that it's, uh, you don't have to, or you don't need to. It's actually uh, anti, right? So, so um, instead of like my father who thinks you work really hard and then you get the, the vacation, I think it's the opposite. I think you need the time off to recharge the batteries. So then when you're working, you're working harder and, and more focused, right? So, so the batteries are a recharge. I mean, sorry, the vacations are a recharge in your batteries. They're not a reward for working hard. They're a necessity so you can work harder after the vacation, right? Exactly. Recharge the batteries. That's good. So what mistakes did I make? That's one of your questions that, that you sent out in your email. What mistake did I make and what did I learn from them? Yeah, so, so that's pretty funny. So I was just mentioning that 75 hard. I didn't make it all 75 uh, days. Um, but I did lose my 10 pounds. So I would say one of the mistakes I did was kind of uh, felt, uh, sorry, it was too hard on myself. In other words, I accomplished the goal of losing 10 pounds. So, so it doesn't matter that I didn't do the 75 days. So it's almost like um, in that particular instance, it's focus on the result, not the result, right? The 10 pound loss was what I really wanted. I didn't really want the 75 days. I really wanted the 10 pounds, right? And so this year, as I just told y'all to start the thing, I was going to do my 10 pounds, however long it takes, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it takes, I'm going to do it and then not feel bad about, you know, hitting the maintenance thing. 
and that's kind of how I feel about it. That's why I, I, I do the 250 days of exercise. I know that I'm going to have, I try to do six days a week, no matter what. But there are times that that's just not possible. You got family events, you got all these things that go on. Um, sometimes I've got to be in Orlando to meet a client at, you know, I got to be down there at seven or eight in the morning and I've got to leave at, you know, 4.30 in the morning. When am I going to exercise? By the time I get back, I'm going to be beat. I've been on the road six hours, you know, those type of things. Those, some people, you know, but that's why I set a specific number. And then I think this is where it's so important about, I don't know if any, your chart has this. I track everything. I count. Right. I, I even track my blood pressure every day. Do you really? Wow. Okay. My blood pressure is great, but it goes on the calendar every day. Did I, you know, um, how was my eating yesterday? That goes on the calendar. How was, I mean, literally everything. Did I exercise? What exercise did I do? Um, really what I asked myself, did I sweat? You know, did you right, sweat? Right. It's a good question. Did you sweat? That's an exercise goal. How about money goals? Those are, um, you know, I had this conversation with somebody. Actually, I, it'll be in my blog post this week. Um, why didn't you hit certain goals? Right. And this was a conversation that I had at the wedding. And what it boils down to is whether it's you, me, you, or anybody, the reason you don't hit a goal is because it was not important to you. Because <laughs> that's the whole, that's the truth, right? Well, the truth is really hard because we tell ourselves stories on why we don't do something. But the truth is you have every single thing that you really want because you do the things that it takes to get what you want. If you want to be a, a, a great tennis player, you're out on the court practicing all the time. If you want to be a great musician, you practice all the time. I'm not talking about professional level. I'm just talking, you want to be a great golfer, you play and you practice all the time. You want to be a great teacher, coach, whatever, you're coaching all the time, whether you're getting paid or not. And so um, when you don't have money, it's because, well, you didn't put in the, the time and the effort and the, and all the things that it takes to have that amount of money that you set out to have, or the, the thing, the goal, the motorhome, the, the, the private jet. I have a friend who wants a private jet. And, um, and I'm going to say it here. He may watch, he may watch this. The reason you don't have the private jet and you're starting to do the things that sound like justification. He told me a couple of years ago, I want a private jet. But now he's saying, hey, I can buy these memberships. And so he's like, right, right. Bringing his goal down to fit his income rather than elevating his game to get the jet that he wants. Right, right. It's now, here's interesting though, what I would build upon that, that that if it's the money goals can be two type of goals and they are in result goals. I want a dollar amount, but I also believe firmly in like process goals. If I'm doing the right thing, good things will happen. Right? So you could have the process goal. Like you were saying, 250 days of exercise, you know that you're either going to lose weight or maintain weight just by default. Right? Yeah. Because the process of doing 250 days of, of exercise, those are only two outcomes. They're, gaining weight is really not one of those outcomes right? It's going to maintain right. it or lose it if I, depending on what else you do. So I think there's something to be said about process goals. If you don't have your money goal yet, um, maybe you need some better processes or systems to follow, right? Well, I didn't, set any, I didn't set any money goals this year. Yeah. In 2020, I've, I have no, I shouldn't say I have no money goals. Um, I have some money goals, but it's not like 
I don't even, I care, but I, it's like, that's not what I'm, I want to surprise myself. Okay. I put up some goals. I know what I want financially. Right. Right. But right. What I mean by that, I don't want to say that I don't have money goals. Um, I have, I want to acquire some companies this year. Um, well, those are going to create opportunities that I've never had before. I've never, I've, I've never, I've only, I don't think I've ever acquired a company. So I, that was one of the things that I, I started saying, well, instead of just purchasing commercial real estate, why don't I buy companies and, and sell the commercial real estate if they own the company and then, and then I'll take the company and literally make it profitable and then sell that. So I'll buy, acquire real estate inside of a company because it makes more sense. But so will there be some great financial gains from that? Yeah. And so I, I set a goal to acquire three companies this year. We'll see okay. how that works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That's interesting. We'll wow. talk about that offline, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There, but there was no dollar figure I put on this year, which was very different than other years. I did say what I want is a minimum income. Right. I, right. I can't live under this number. Don't we all have that number though? <laughs> Don't we got to pay the light bills? Yes. I mean, if we go into that number, then I'm not going to get 30 or 60 days of vacation this year. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was going back to like, what mistakes did I make and what did I learn from them? And this is one constant for me, and it might be for a lot of business owners is, you know, the shiny object syndrome, right? And so if I, if I look back and say, what um, are my mistakes is I go down these tangents too easily, right? Easily distracted. And so um, what works for me is picking, you know, one, two, three things to focus on and sticking to those kind of core values. And, and that breeds, that's like that process goal that I was telling you about. When, when I started 2019 last year, the goal was to uh, enhance the client experience for my existing clients. So number one, keep my existing clients happy, right? That's the number one goal. And there are various subcategories of how I'm going to do that. Right. And then the goal was to grow the coaching business and, and various ways to do that as well. Those were the only two goals I had. Oh, and then the personal goals on the golf and physical fitness, that type of stuff. And so when I, when I focus on just those three goals, and a matter of fact, those are my same three goals this year, keep the existing clients happy. And there are sub goals of how to do that, grow the coaching business with, with, with process goals of how to do that. And the personal goals for me is, you know, family time and golf and, 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 and health weight, um, in shape kind of stuff. Um, but what happens to me is I get distracted and get off of those when I just have and focus back, Hey, does it, if it doesn't have to do with one of those three things, then I probably shouldn't be doing it in, uh, this year. And see that. So we're covering a lot without, without on, on the surface. So mind, body, spirit and relationships and spirit doesn't have to be like if you right, don't right. in God, I don't know everybody, you know, I don't know what everybody's beliefs are uh, who would watch it. It doesn't matter. When I talk about spirit, I'm talking about you as a spiritual being. Um, you're doing all those things. You're recognizing in order for me to have it all, I guess you could say, right. uh, as uh, Garrett J. White would say, if you want to have it all, you've got to have it in all these areas. And you know, if you get on a tangent in one area too deep, it'll take you away from another area. So you focus on all areas. 
and in fairness to all areas of, of your life, including your relationship. That's time with your, with your family, time with your spouse, um, time for yourself, you know, um, and then, but you still have your, your business goals where you take care of your clients and, and you've got to have that as a, as a man, I believe you've got to have that business side of things. Yeah. Um, and, and then you've got your investments too and, and your golf time. Well, it's interesting. So I look down here, the, the, the last question is, you know, what's missing for me this year? And uh, I forget who it was. It might have been, uh, anyway, I forget who it was. One of my workshops or another article I was reading, and it said, all right, let's say it's a year from now. And, and this isn't the Dan Sullivan question, but it's kind of like the Dan Sullivan. If it's a year from now, so now it's, you know, whatever, December 31st of, of this year. Um, and you've got everything else taken care of money-wise and family-wise, what, what does it look like? What does it look like? And so when you go through that exercise and you say, well, I want to be 10 pounds lighter. I want to have a better golf game. I want to be making more money. I want to be taking more time off. I want to be spending more time with my family, right? And then you're supposed to say, well, if that's what you want a year from now, why don't we start doing that now, right? Why don't we build the processes, the map to get us there? Right. So whatever's missing from your life this year, it's kind of that number 10, what's missing from your life and how can I get there? You know, if you're not spending enough family time, you know, you need date night with your spouse. Well, let's start putting that together. Right. Let's, let's quit waiting for us. Let's, let's quit waiting until everything's perfect. Till until you have everything in the bank. Right. Yeah. Well, date night can mean, you know what? I don't care if you got money or you don't have money. If you're not taking and you're married and, and you're not taking, or you're even dating and you're not taking time with that person. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have some rough times in that area. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that that's not my point. My point though was what is what would be an ideal day a year from now, and if that if if your money's taken care of and your family's good and all that stuff, what does it look like? And knowing that's what it looks like, well, why would you wait? Why would you wait till next year? Why don't you just start doing that now? Yeah, you want to lose. You know, I, I look at it like this, and we've talked about this before, maybe offline. I can't even remember. In that, you know. Um, there is no excuse for me, and this is me personally, and maybe for you, there's no excuse for me to not be in good shape, right? Um, I, I have a good metabolism. I'm fortunate with that. I'm very hyperactive to begin with. There's no reason I shouldn't be exercising every day. There's no reason I shouldn't be, shouldn't be watching what I eat every day, right? There's no reason I shouldn't be whatever body type I want it to be, right? It's, what is that? It's time and money. We can make both those happen, right? Yeah, unfortunately, you're only giving us so much time in your life. Yeah, and so, so why wait? If you said, well, I'm going to get in shape a year from now, well, when, I, when the business is taken off, then I'm going to take care of myself. Well, that's baloney. Take care of business. Matter of fact, that I believe if, if uh, you're my coaching client. Your, uh, the sound went out in there, Matt. Okay, what I was saying, one of the things I start with my coaching clients is, hey, do you have an exercise routine? If not, you need to get on one, right? And if that means getting up, an hour or 30 minutes earlier to put one in or go into bed an hour later, then that's what you need to do, right? That you got to have exercise in there because it just blood flow, healthy, clears your brain, gives you time to think that, 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 that you got to have that as part of your elements of success, being, being healthy, being active. Right? I have to say, um, the, when I look back on, um, when I had V blocks and it yep. was booming, um, I was, you know, I got to where I was 50 pounds overweight at one point. Um, I wasn't paying attention right. to, to 
the exercise portion. So this is, so you can have success and I had the vacations and the money and all of that, but I was really letting my health go down. Right. And it was affecting me on a mental level because I, you can't look at yourself in the mirror and, and without lying to yourself. Right. Right. Cause you're saying, well, I don't have time. No, you've got more time in the morning. You just need to, you know, get up even early. Get up 30 minutes early, right. Yeah, or, yeah, whatever you have to do, but you've got to do it. it, it there's right. no excuse unless you lie to yourself. Right. So, Same thing, though, for money. Go back to your money goals, right? Why don't you have the money you want? Because you're not doing the right things that cause money. You're not following up. You're not making the cold calls. You're not making the appointments. You're not servicing your existing clients. I mean, that goes back to what you and I have talked about before is, uh, the DOS question, Dan Sullivan has this thing. Yep. It's kind of like a, a SWOT analysis, strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. You and I always say, all right, what are the top three concerns that are keeping you up at night? All right. What are those three things? What are the top three opportunities? You know what you probably should be doing if you had the time and money to do it. What are those things? Right. And then strengths. What are the three things that you do really well that if you had more time or money, you would do more of, right? But you could take those for your business, those same three questions, what's keeping you up at night? What are the opportunities? What are the strengths I wish I could do more of, right? But you could do the same thing about your health and fitness, right? You could do the same thing about your relationship with your kids, with your spouse, right? That you know, or at least my belief is, is most of us know what we should be doing. We're just not doing it. And then the only way you don't do it is if you're, I like to say you're lying to yourself. You're certainly not being honest with yourself. If because what happens is you start telling yourself stories on why you're not doing it. And those stories, they sound really good, but they're still lies. Right. Right. It, it goes back to being accountable, right? Hold yourself accountable, right? Hold yourself accountable. Get, get an accountability friend. You know, people tell you, I've heard this stuff about weight loss. It's like, you should tell everybody in the world that you're going on a diet or everybody in the world that you're trying to lose 10 pounds because then it kind of holds you accountable, right? You should have a business accountability buddy. You should have a coach or a mentor. Um, any of those things help, right? We know what we should be doing. We might need help doing them, right? The, the, the level of success you'll have will be determined by the questions you ask yourself. So when, it, and I'm talking to me now. Yeah, yeah. When I tell myself a story, I will ask myself, is that true? <laughs> that's pretty good. And that's, that's a question. And then you're, then you're like, well, it's kind of true. And then you, but, but kind of true means it's kind of false too. So you start <laughs> asking yourself these deeper questions and you get to the root of something and you're like, yeah, I guess I am making an excuse. And I'm saying this to myself. It's my self-talk. The question you ask yourself will determine your level of success. Yeah. And, and I always come back to my, my three questions are always what's working, what isn't working and, and brainstorm how I can improve that. Yeah. On any subject, right? Health, business, family, what's working, what isn't working, what could brainstorm how we can improve, right? Because that's telling the truth, right? What's working, what isn't working, brainstorming, hey, I'm not doing this because of X, Y, Z, right? Because you don't allow yourself in there, what's working, you say this is working. Factual statement. Yeah, what's not working. And Factual statement. you're not giving yourself an out on either one of them, you're just, hey, what, what was working, what's not? And it's yeah. just the facts. And then you're looking at those facts and saying, what can I improve on? Yeah. And if you like, that's, that's three, you know, three good questions that will definitely change the way the next month. I mean, especially if you bring them down to a daily basis, what worked today, what didn't work today, 
what am I going to do better tomorrow? All right, so this was episode 54, 2020 vision for your business in 2020. Um, we could just copy these questions and put them on the little YouTube channel and on our Profitability MD. I think so. I think I'll put them in the, uh, I'll put them in the YouTube channel in the text. And, right, and, I'll, and I'll put them on the uh, podcast notes as well. All right. All right, where do we find Dave Mulvaney? Find me at davidmulvaney.com. You can find this pro- podcast at profitabilitymd.com. Our new website. Yep. And where can we find you, Matt? Yeah. Find me at 10 xprofitblueprintcom uh, LinkedIn is always good. And uh, we're going to do, we're going to do an event. I think we need to do an event in the first quarter. We're going to do an event in the first quarter. Um, so we're being accountable to all eight listeners. We'll have a lot more listeners <laughs> as, as things go along. And I, I make, I make that joke. I don't know how many we have on the podcast, uh, but that's uh, what matters is, um, if we hear from you, then we'll know that you actually listen and enjoy it. All right, tell us really MD. All right, Dave, take it easy, buddy. All right, Matt, take care.